So Microsoft pays for trip priority, but I gotta say they taste like shit. This is the Hold My Beer Gaming Podcast. This week, we talk about the people that brought us into the world. Uh, one of us has moved up in the world of gaming, but not the way you think. Stay tuned to find out who. As always, this week, I'm joined by DarkDez420. What up? And Shoeless Jim. How's it going, everybody? And you, you still sound kind of rough there, but you, you sound better. I feel better. It's just need to get my voice back, but I'm here. Next week. I'm trying. Next week, man. It's all good. Uh, sit back with your Easter chocolate, either yours or your kids. I don't fucking care. And enjoy this week's episode. Well, you know what? Since it's the Easter episode, fucking, uh, we'll start off with a, an Easter-based question. Do you guys have any, like, any, any Easter, uh, Jesus Christ, I can't even think of the word right now. Traditions. Do you guys have any Easter traditions that you do every year? Yeah, not really. Like, for me, it's just another day where I wake up, fuck up a bunch of Easter candy, and play video games. So, um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel like Easter if I don't have Reese's eggs, I guess. It's close as I get to tradition. How about you, Des? What are you, what's your Easter tradition? Do anything with the kids? Uh, not really. Well, we're gonna we're going to Georgia this year. That's kind of cool. We're going. We decided we're gonna go to Georgia this year. Uh, see some family down there. But I don't know. Typically, we just do the usual American tradition thing where the kids wake up with the Easter ba- baskets from the Easter bunny. But they're both kind of getting older, too old for the Easter bunny. So I don't know. Probably won't be doing much of anything besides like a dinner. Yeah, Laura and I are in the uh, the kidless club. So every year we will decorate the apartment uh, and we've got these plastic uh, Easter eggs that you can fill with candy, obviously. And we decorated them one year uh, with like paint markers and Sharpies and shit. Uh, So every year we get super, super drunk uh, while we're filling the eggs up with candy and some of them with weed and things like that. And we hide them around the apartment while we're really drunk. And then we have to find them when we're sober. So, what you guys been playing this week? Jimmy, you want to go first? Um, I have been playing some Jurassic World Evolution 1 and 2. I uh, was just kind of refreshing myself on the differences. And I, I still appreciate part one. Like, even with two out, it kind of holds up because the expansions and stuff that have come out with it are different. Yeah, I, I, I still enjoyed it. Let's see here. Then I also played some Elden Ring, made a couple characters on that. I uh, haven't gotten too far yet, so I don't really have a, a review to do on it yet. I want to wait till I get into it a bit. I played a little bit of Grand Theft Auto, uh, as I do every week. And uh, a Game Pass game we'll get to a little bit later. Hell uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing about the Game Pass game. Get up to anything new on GTA, or you just farming the uh, the Kyoper Eco stuff? Uh, still just farming money for the most part. I rearranged like the hangar on my alt character, put some more luxury planes in there and things. But I mean, other than that, it's really just grinding money for the most part. My obsession with money in that game, I don't know why. <laughs> money rules everything, man. You have to be obsessed with money in that game, though. Some people are so obsessed with money in that game that they're going to spend their own money in that game. And we call them losers. 
No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you buy shark cards, your mom's probably a hoe. Yeah. I'm just teasing and definitely serious. No, I'm kidding. Or am I? <laughs> Man won't wake up his mind. I have been I've been playing the same shit. I'm sorry. I've been playing the same shit. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands and Stranded Deep. Strand, like, man, holy fuck. So a couple nights this week, Laura's been going really tired at like 10 o'clock. So she goes to bed and I stay up until like midnight and I've just been playing Stranded Deep because this, like, oh man, you're just surrounded by birds and water and like, for me, I mean, you count sheep when you when you try to sleep, but in this one, I count fucking axe chops. And uh, like, <laughs> it's a really good game to fall asleep with, uh, or to get sleepy with, rather. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I played a bunch of side quests. I haven't really done a whole lot more in the story because I'm waiting for rain to get back. But yeah, it it hasn't really been a huge thing. I've got a Game Pass game that. I'm looking forward to play. I haven't tried it yet, but I'll I'll bring it up when we talk about Game Pass stuff with Jimmy. Uh, now we'll get to the exciting stuff. Des, 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 what you've been playing. So I have decided to get into this VR thing, you know, virtual reality. For those that are listening, don't know what VR is. And honestly, if you don't know what VR is, why the fuck are you listening to this podcast? To this podcast. Oh my god! Did you hear me eat that sentence? Yeah. I was that like, was why are you playing the podcast? <laughs> Just take it all in your mouth. Mm, Just take that it. That was all. a preposition. <laughs> a goddamn prepositional phrase, spicer and mayonnaise. <laughs> so yeah, VR. Uh, so me and the wife, we went out and got a uh, well at the time, and on the box says Oculus Quest Two. However, that's now discontinued. Like the day after. I got my Oculus, everything changed to meta. So that was weird. Like when I first booted it up, it was like the Oculus symbol. And then I did the update, turned it back on. It was the meta symbol. Yeah. Fucking mind blowing. But uh, I have had the most fun gaming with VR that I have ever had in my entire life. Okay. Hands down. Like the graphics aren't great gonna say like like some of the games like the graphics are really cheesy but you don't even give a shit it's because VR, man. Like, fuck. yeah like like you're in the fucking game like i was playing a game called contractors which is a uh, first person shooter a squad based fucking they've got team deathmatch domination they've got it's it's like insurgency but vr huh. and it is the coolest thing ever and all i could think is i need rain and hell with me on this okay, like yeah, Oh my gosh, we would like wow, you guys would have so much yourself, fun. man. No. <laughs> well, I mean, but you're not really the whole you don't you don't play insurgency and stuff like that. Or would you? Or I like you? shooter games. We, I mean, the only thing we've played is division and Ghost Recon. Yeah. GTA, Red Dead. Eh. <laughs> eh. Anyway, how often do you so, really shoot in Red Dead? Like, come on. So all contractors, time. <laughs> although I am concerned because I feel like VR pulls out like things in you that you didn't, that you may have known were there, but you kind of stuffed deep down. So one of the first things I tried on contractors, I had a pistol in my hand and I'm like, you know what? I wonder, shot myself in the head. Yep. I died. 
Yep. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. One of the YouTubers that I watch all the time, Internet Comment Etiquette, um, fucking a lot of the stuff he does is on, I think it's on that game. So oh, he'll just like, yeah, so he'll he'll be advertised, like he'll use it to advertise like Ray-Bans or whatever the fuck he's advertising. And when people start getting tired of it, it'll be like, okay, and he just starts shooting his teammates. Or when the teammates start getting tired of him talking about it, they'll start shooting at him. I'm like, oh shit, I dropped my grenade. Has anyone seen the pin? And I'll fucking run away. <laughs> like <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but then I've also been playing a game called Blade and Sorcery Nomad. Um, so the way the Oculus works, or the Quest 2, Meta Quest 2, sorry. So the way it works is you're not gonna get access to a lot of PC VR games. So you won't get access to like uh, Blood Trail. You could you can't play games through Steam VR. Um, it's a completely like wireless mobile headset. So it, and it also runs off the Android system. Um, they just did an update to where they they were able to get uh, perfor- performance boosted by about seventy percent. So it's running a lot better. So it can run some of the games, but there is a way. You love the games. <laughs> I mean, so Green Hell just hit the hit Oculus or sorry, MetaQuest, the Quest Two. I gotta start, yeah. Um, and then Blade and Sorcery Nomad, which is kind of like a lower graphic uh, Blade and Sorcery that you would f- normally find on like PC VR. Um, it is impossible to play good stuff for free on the Quest unless you want to go through the process of downloading side quest but i'm not going to go into that because it can fuck your software up and i'm not here to tell anybody how to fuck their shit up um but you can get an app which is a virtual web browser so you can connect it wirelessly to your pc and if you have pc vr games through steam on your pc you can actually play it through the oculus headset oh that's cool so once I'm once I get the virtual web browser, I'll be able to get the uh, like Fallout 4 VR, Skyrim VR, Blood Trails. Um, the gameplay is awesome. The game Blade and Sorcery, for one, is the one I have the most time in at the moment. Um, it is so much fun. So it's a, it's a sandbox right now. So you can go to arenas and fight and stuff like that. It's all about swords and axes, magic. So it's right up my alley. Yeah, that sounds fucking um, wicked. I have never had so much fun decapitating people in my life. <laughs> I have come to terms with the fact that I have some dark shit in my head. Like I snuck up on somebody, grabbed them by the side of their head, slit their throat just to see if I could. And I just, I looked them in their eyes as the body was shaking. And like, they're like, <laughs> it's like, yes, go to sleep. Like you can become like just, a god or is that terrifying should i be concerned uh, hell no man that's what video games are all about exactly See, that's what i was thinking to fucking release those inhibitions yeah in a safe and contained manner like you've got this telekinesis ability like it's gravity magic power you can I grab mean, them by I, the ankle I, and, the, and the neck and you can hold them in the air and you take your hands and you just kind of like separate them and you pull the head off and you can run know, around with the head. I know personally, like when I was working in retail, I used to come home 
throw on fucking Overwatch and just waste motherfuckers all night just thinking about customers that were pissing me off. You know, oh, yeah. it's therapeutic, man. And you know what? I'm only killing pixels, so I'm not committing any crimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything's designed to be killed. Well, I mean, so I started kind of thinking about the physics and how things work in there. And it's like, you know, my time in, you know, combat sports, be it professional wrestling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, whatever. Like, I have an understanding of how the body works and moves. So I'm like, I wonder if I could put take that into VR. And because you can slow time down. So it's like you, you can and you can change how much time slows. So I had it at 0.20. So it was moving pretty fucking slow. Uh, but I had a person come in with an axe and an overhead swing. So I was able to grab the arm then grab the hip and kind of do a hip throw. Oh, nice. Like a legit hip throw. And then you, you punch them in the arm and they let go of the fucking axe. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you just sit there, punch them in the face till they stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but YouTube on VR, like the YouTube app through the quest has literal like YouTube videos that are done in VR type shit. Oh, wow. Like, it's really cool. Uh, apparently, WWE right now are, de- are, are like two years into a five-year development plan on having a VR presentation for the professional wrestling. Uh, NBA, MLB, NHL, all the major sports leagues are working on uh, virtual reality presentations. Uh, there's a bit of a teaser, and it, I'm here for it. I don't like basketball, but I mean, the camera view that I had for like a Phoenix Suns and a Lakers game was like right at the fucking goalpost. Oh, wow. So that was cool. Uh, I was watching Brock Lesnar and Daniel Bryan wrestle a match in WWE, and I was sitting right on the fucking like turnbuckle post. So that's fucking awesome. Uh, Yeah, the the possibilities are endless. And then like the games coming like soon are really good. Like uh, the biggest one right now is uh, GTA San Andreas VR. Uh, Also, you. Ubisoft is also working with uh, developing an Assassin's Creed and a Splinter Cell VR. So I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, For the price I paid for the Oculus 2, absolutely worth every fucking penny. Absolutely. Like, I give that, like, a full case of beer. Nice. (laughs) Like, a full case of beer and, like, two ounces of fucking weed. That's how good this VR shit is. Damn. Like, I mean, it was like what? Like 300 bucks? I'm actually really looking forward to getting one. I, I honestly, Dude. I just want to watch like football oh. games and shit on it from the 50 yard line. Yeah, right now it's kind of fucking, like that, you know? But it's, it's, I, they're I developing it, it and it's getting better be with it, all the time. You know, to actually like be in Gillette Stadium watching yeah. that team play, like that'd just be the shit. Well, I was watching, uh, I was watching some shows on AMC Plus because uh, they have Prime Video VR, and if you're a Prime, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you get it for free. Uh, and I was watching, sh- and I was sitting in like a little movie theater, just watching TV shows on AMC, just sitting in, like a little makeshift movie theater. <laughs> like I'm kind of here for whatever they want to do with the metaverse, like whatever they turn it into, I'm fucking here for it. Yeah, that sounds like, pretty cool. The next update coming for the Oculus Two or the Quest Two. God damn, I keep fucking that up. I am oh, sorry, Facebook, aka so Meta. I am sorry, Internet gods, if I offend <laughs> thee. I am but a humble servant. But yeah, 
I, I've been having a fucking blast with it. Hell yeah. Uh, there's a new update they're working on because uh, you have like this, uh, your home screen. Like right now, it looks like I'm in a Mass Effect starship. Oh, cool. Like straight out of Mass Effect. And they also have a cyberpunk looking like fucking apartment. It almost puts him in the mindset of V's apartment from, from 2077. Nice. Like yeah, it's fucking awesome. If, 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 if either one of you get a fucking Oculus 2 or a, a MetaQuest 2, <laughs> let me know. Oh, Because yeah. we will add oh, yeah, become no. friends on there too. And we could do VR chat and probably do this podcast yeah, in man. VR chat. I'm with it. They're really not that expensive. That's the only thing that's kind of pissed me off is the capture option. You can screenshot stuff so I can take a picture, but I can't record any of the uh, video that I have right now. At least not without not have at least not that I figured out. I think there's a way, but it's I think the quality is pretty shit and I don't want to post anything shitty. Yeah, that's fair. But if I get the virtual web browser, sorry to cut you off. Oh. If I get the virtual web browser. I'm thinking I can capture that through my capture card on my PC. So fingers crossed that I'd be able to figure that out. But I know the next update, they're going to be doing the capture option. So, so I've kind of been, sorry, so. I could, I, we're getting into the next, I want to segue into this, but I haven't seen you guys on gaming because I've kind of been, you know, MIA. Uh, so how's your guys' week been? Um, not bad, actually. I mean, are you feeling any better? I feel great, actually. Like, I'm not sick at all. You uh, sound like you feel like shit. It's just my voice. I haven't got my voice back yet. Um, other wow. than that, I feel great. But, yeah, just kind of sucks in that aspect is all. Well, I'm glad that you're feeling better. Hell, how about you? Uh, How's your a, week? It's been a pretty good week. Good. Had its ups and downs, but made it through. So what's next on the old podcast? Because I'm still oh, kind of excited. Oh, about I got about something VR. real quick that Go needs to be like added back to my fucking this week shit. All right. I got to do that birthday shout out, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, you can. No, it doesn't even need to be added to it. That's our next segment. We got a birthday shout out to a very special person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my girl's birthday on the, the 19th. So I just wanted to say happy birthday. And yeah. So happy fucking birthday. Yeah, you're great. one year older. Every day your <laughs> Yeah, don't remind her of that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Good shit. I have to do that. Yeah, and a big thanks to her too, because uh she's She's oh, yeah, started she's... to uh, get on Jimmy's ass here about the, the Twitter account. So there's more content coming to our Twitter. Yeah, she's. So if you really don't follow us, you should check one. us out. So, yeah, another Lots big of thing memes for that. And fun shit like that. Um, I thought it was genius on Microsoft's part, honestly. I mean, if you want to slow Sony down in their production, you know, the PS5 and whatnot, or even their ability to make the, you know, PS5 Pro. Like, it was fucking smart as hell. I mean, now they're getting all the chip priority. Um, I know that, like, just because of this chip priority, Microsoft has been able to make all kinds of fucking Series Xs and whatnot. Like, to the point that my roommate, 
and his best friend were able to go and basically just pick theirs up, although my roommate did order his. Um, but it showed up, like... But yeah, he, he ordered it? it, I think he said Sunday night, and it originally wasn't supposed to get here until the 19th, and he got, like, an email yesterday that said it had been shipped, and it showed up literally, like, five minutes after we started recording this podcast today, so, like, it was you know a matter of three or four days wow. like he had it like it was that fast so they're getting them out there like the the shortage doesn't seem to be much of an excuse anymore like like they they seem to be findable uh des what do you think of the chip priority i mean i think it's a great idea i really have nothing else to add <laughs> <laughs> i mean good on microsoft I mean, they've been proving more and more that they give a shit about their community more than Sony does. So, because I mean, without PlayStation, Sony still makes money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how, that's how they look at it. I mean, without Xbox, Microsoft still makes money. But they make more of- money with Xbox and they know that. And they are listening to the community. They're Every decision they make, they make with the community in mind. Like, yeah, does it affect their bottom line? Absolutely. If they roll out a shitty idea, do they fix it or get rid of it if it's costing them too much money? Yes, they're a business. They're allowed to do that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, when you put the products side by side, Microsoft wins, in my opinion, every time. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I don't know. To me, it was just kind of proof that they're – I wouldn't say not afraid to play dirty. I don't think there's anything dirty about what they're doing here, but they're willing to play like on a major league level yeah. and they're not afraid to push their weight around. Well, Microsoft is playing 3d chess while fucking Sony's playing Uno. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good description of it. Like Sony's playing go fish, right? Microsoft is playing war. No, they're playing risk. Yeah. Ah, yes. That's a better fucking analogy. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen uh, a lot of the Twitter side of it, or not the Twitter, fuck. I've seen a lot of the, the Sony side of it, people saying that Microsoft is overstepping their boundaries and like uh, <coughs> that, that this is uh, no worries, that this is a uh, an unfair practice for Microsoft to do that they're stealing the chips from the from Sony and things like that. It's like, okay, for starters, they're not stealing the chips. They've purchased the priority. Uh, secondly, Sony is still getting chips. They're just not getting as many. Uh, and third, Sony has outsold Microsoft, I think double what Microsoft has been able to sell. And on the same note, Sony has also been able to produce twice as many consoles as Xbox. So with the chip priority, now Xbox is actually able to compete when it comes to console sales. I would say very astute observation. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely a good thing. Smart move on their part. Um, And I mean, something I think a lot of people are overlooking, too, with that is that because Sony was able to produce what they were, sell what they were, kind of makes me think that they were paying for chip priority from the start. Yeah, it just, just kind of went under the radar and nobody really picked it up. 
and now all of a sudden that that priority has shifted and now it's a problem because you know sony's not getting that favor but i mean when you're producing them two to one you've obviously got some kind of priority there towards that technology but it just cracks me up that even with that like they're still just producing an inferior product it doesn't matter and make all the excuses you want it's not good you know what i mean like i i still kind of laugh about the playstation 5 pro like too little too late and is it even gonna work oh it'll work but i mean it's gonna be yeah it's too little too late like by that point in time i was actually having a chat with one of my coworkers about this the other day um fucking by the by the next generation of console sony is going to be out of the race because i mean if, if they have to release uh an upgraded version of their console what is it six months to a year after they've released the initial console then they're already struggling to keep up like they didn't plan ahead or anything like that it was just oh shit xbox is actually doing good we should we should fix some things we didn't expect that <laughs> i definitely agree with that yeah same you might we might see playstation transfer more over to vr honestly yeah the more i read up on what's going on with vr like developmentally and stuff like stuff like that uh i, I see sony kind of taking trying to trying to get in that market I can see that. Especially since Microsoft has said they're not really interested in the VR as much as they are into the AR, which is the augmented reality. Okay. But I think I think we might see them shift because VR is about to take off like really soon. That's why I hope I get this capture stuff figured out. Because I'd love to be able to... Because I can cast from my VR headset to my phone, but it, I can't record it from my phone. Not yeah, so like... If I'm sitting here with the wife and we're playing around, she can see all the cool stuff I do. And I'm pretty fucked. Like, I was a natural at this shit. Yeah. However, watching my brother-in-law play contractors is scary. <laughs> Dude is scary fucking accurate. Scary fucking tactical. Uh, it's fearsome. Like, no joke. Kind of guy you want on your team for the zombie apocalypse. Yes, Absolutely. But the coolest part is like, I haven't tested it with a, I don't have a big area in the house I can use, but I want to try to figure out what the max area is because going through that map, I mean, like you literally walk around a doorway. Like you can literally walk yourself instead of using the sticks because you can use sticks, but, or you can just fucking walk your fucking self. That's pretty cool. It is very disorienting at first. Like, I had one day I got off of it and I was feeling nauseous as fuck. Oh, I don't do it. Not even going to lie. Like, I ended up laying down, taking a nap. It was bad. <laughs> but other than that, I'm kind of, it doesn't really affect me much anymore. That's good. It's definitely a lot of fun, though. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure your equilibrium gets used to the motion. Yeah, some people actually don't, though. I've seen huh. a lot on the, on like uh, the Quest Facebook and, Twitter and shit. A lot of people complain about it. That's not like, it gave me motion sickness. It made me dizzy. Like, what's fucking VR? What did you expect? Yeah, you have a screen millimeters from your eyeballs. Right? 
but there's so many different accessories for them too. The only thing that sucks is the battery doesn't last that long. Yeah, like when I was looking two hour, up the, the price of that, and like the number one thing that came up other than the Quest was battery packs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually, I used to have until it messed up, but I had a backpack that had a battery storage bank in it that I used when I was doing photography a lot, oh, especially when I was doing my street photography. Because instead of having to charge my phone like at an outlet, I can just walk around town and charge it with the fucking USB port on my strap. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm thinking about using that because that would give a good battery life. But the problem is they say that if you use it while it's charging, it's going to fuck the battery up. Oh, so, that's the same in any case. So I would highly recommend getting like the uh, Oculus Elite head strap. It has a battery pack on it and it just plugs right into the headset and it gives you an extra battery life. That's uh, like 50 bucks. And then they've also got like gun stocks. So you can stabilize your shots better for games like Contractors. They also have like uh, handgun uh, shells you can put your controllers to. So you can it's you kind of get the effect of holding a handgun in your hand instead of the controller. There's a game I want to play PC VR. It's called Blood Trail. Uh, and it's basically just a murder simulator from the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely want to play that. <laughs> uh, the Walking Dead game is scary as fuck. Yeah, it's called The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Uh, I legit screamed like a schoolgirl the first time I played it. I'm just glad the wife was at work and I was in the bedroom by myself. I came around this bus and here comes this fucking zombie, this walker right next to me. Just and I'm like, ah! (laughs) Yeah, it was, it it was intense. How was the uh, the sound for that? Like, I had my headset on, so. You can only imagine. Yeah. It's like there's no looking away from your TV, like, oh shit. No. no you gotta deal with it. Like what the I'm problems like about is like how would you if you were paying close attention, would you do you think you would have heard the zombie around the corner or probably, but I was just so enamored with how cool everything looked because it kind of like the art and the graphics put me in the mindset of being inside of the Walking Dead Telltale series. Right on. Like, I don't know if you ever played the Telltale games for Walking Dead. Uh, I haven't myself, but I've looked at a lot of uh, gameplay footage of it. Okay, so it's kind of got like that comic booky, like like uh, art style to it. Yeah. So, but it's it's phenomenal. It's really good. Like, especially games like Blade and Sorcery, where it's like if you can if if you if you can grab it in real life, you can grab it in the game. Oh wow. Like you can fucking like rock, like climb up a fucking rock face or climb up the side of a castle. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's just, it's really cool. Anyway, this episode is just going to be me just fucking <laughs> blowing anybody that develops VR. I will say though, the developers for the VR games can teach the AAA developers how to fucking develop a game and listen to a community. Because Blade and Sorcery, every update they come out with, has got like a bunch of stuff that their community on Reddit has been saying, hey, you should try to put this in the game. And they like they legit listen to their community. And it's fucking amazing. That's that's rare. Yes. Very rare. Uh, they're called Warped Frog. I don't know if they do anything console-wise, but if you see any game by Warped Frog, play it 
download it, buy it. Even if you don't, just support this fucking company because they are great. Hell yeah. The guys, the guy that runs the thing, it goes by the name Baron. He's this cool fucking like Irish guy. I was listening to an interview and he like when the way he says things, he's like, oh, you know, we just do a lot of things. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, grab your weed, ditch the seeds. It's time for Tanto. So in like heavy action games, what what is your opinion on like when the developers add puzzles and things like that, be it jump puzzles or like and I'd say like Dying Light 2, they have puzzles where you gotta find power nodes to connect to be able to like get to the next stage. Like do you want your action games to just be action-y or do you like do you appreciate those puzzle breaks? For me, I guess it depends on the game. Tomb Raider without which I consider like an action genre, it's action adventure. Like I imagine that game without puzzles is shit. Oh, probably. You know what I mean? Now, should they put puzzles in, like, fucking Call of Duty? Probably not. Like, if they ever do that, that, no pun intended, they'd be shooting themselves in the foot. (laughs) But then, like, a game like Skyrim, you know what I mean? You had, like, especially, uh, you had the claw hands. We have the dungeons where you get the claw keys or whatever. And you got to find, look at the symbols on the key, match them up to the keypad and the little dungeon. So the circle things go... Right. And if you fuck it up, it like sets off a trap where like droggers or like fucking bandits or fucking monsters, just like spiders come at you and shit. Like that game without puzzles, this could be boring as fuck. Like, I mean, hell, even in the fucking VR game I was talking about earlier, they've got, pu- they, they got a mode coming out that's got like puzzles in it to get like these crystals. It's a, it's a progression mode they're, they're going to be doing. But I don't know. Like I said, like I don't expect Duke Nukem or Doom to have a lot of puzzles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, or like GTA. Okay. Well, GTA does though, and I was actually just about to say, like, I kind of find the puzzles to be like a pleasant reprieve. Um, because like, okay, you've got the hacks, right, for heist and shit. <sighs> um, I, mean, I guess they're puzzles. Yeah, and yeah, those are puzzles, man. I mean, and you're in amongst shooting all these guys to get to your objective or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, bam, you've got to do a hack, and it's like, okay, cool. This kind of takes my mind off of like the sequence of guys I've got to kill. Lets me focus on what I need to do. I'm going to be grabbing the you know primary target in a second. Like it, it kind of refocuses me. So in games like that, I think the puzzles are kind of necessary to break up the monotony but like if i'm playing halo in an online match and all of a sudden i've got to like hack a door to fucking get a gun i'm not gonna fuck with that gun like it's just not worth it to me like i'm out there fucking killing people (laughs) so there is actually a little thing kind of like that in halo infinite well Uh, in one of the maps there's uh like an armory that opens up if you stand in a waypoint long enough. So there's that. It's not a puzzle, but I mean, like, if you don't know what's there, you... Yeah, but see, like, my thing would be, like, an actual, like, a hack that you would have yeah. to do to, you know, an actual little puzzle. 
Um, but yeah, I think it just depends on how the game is is looked at. Like you said, Call of Duty, it would be horrible with Battlefield, it would be horrible with. Um, you know, any type of fact, fast action paced game like that, Overwatch. Okay. It just wouldn't work. So Battlefield, depending, could be okay. Yeah, Battlefield, I would almost I expect it from Battlefield good. more than I would. Well, I guess oh, to me, if it was like to defuse a bomb, like yeah, that's exactly put down some what I was C4. thinking. As soon as yeah, you know, I can see that. I can. So see even that, Call of Duty but... can do that though, honestly. Yeah. Instead but... of the whole like you know hold the button and watch the circle go through on like seek and destroy, actually yeah. do a mini game to prime and disarm the fucking bombs. Although I guess with that style of gameplay, that, that's funny though because that be actually weird. harkens back to like the gameplay of like SWAT. Yes, and um, so common shit back on like you know, the PlayStation Two and Xbox. With VR going as good as it is, <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna have like a sw- if there's a SWAT port somewhere for VR, and that would be fucking intense. Dude, SWAT was such a good game. Like they're remastering Dude, SWAT all these four games right is, now. Hands down, like, like my top five PC games. SWAT four. Number they one, need to, out of my they need five. to go remaster some of the old SWAT games and just <clears throat> put them on console. Make them in 4K. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like SWAT, VR. the original SWAT was on console. I played it on PlayStation 2. Like, um, uh, so I mean, okay, so it's not the same. We're not we're not thinking of the same thing. I mean, so you're SWAT still started on PC, guys. was ported over to PS2. Yeah, that game that game did not play nearly. The, nearly the same way as it did on PC. And SWAT 4 well, was the best of all of them. I, I still thought it was cool that you could like shout commands at, you know, yes. perps and whatnot <laughs> to try to get them to surrender before you got to like get fucking crazy with them. SWAT I thought 4 it was got great me to that you could handcuff people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, I'm just saying, like, legit, SWAT 4 got me through the police academy. Like, if I wasn't at the academy, I was playing SWAT 4. <laughs> Well then, like, dude, I'm definitely with it. Like, let's let's remaster those, port them over to console. Fuck yeah! Like, yeah. I'm fucking with it. You know, give it a fucking online multiplayer. I'll take you guys with me. Fuck yeah! I'll take point on that one. But uh, yeah, no, I, I like puzzles. Like, I'm pretty intellectual type person, so I, I enjoy puzzles and games in general. Same. I think hell, you're the same. Oh yeah, yeah. We all enjoy puzzles and games. Uh, I'd have to say, in some cases, like. They can get to be a little bit much. Oh yeah, like you can you can definitely have too many puzzle games in an or puzzles in an action game. <laughs> Could you imagine if Daisy had puzzles? Oh my god, they'd give you the most complicated puzzles and no. Daisy is the puzzle man. Fucking, what are you talking it, it, about? It's true. It's just a giant <laughs> Rubik's cube, <laughs> and they keep moving the stickers. Yeah, <laughs> and you're blindfolded. After getting punched in the face. <laughs> uh, does. My, t- my TED Talk question, what do you think it has to do with? Oh, gee, I can only guess. So, <laughs> if you could take any game that's been fucking made in existence and turn it into VR, which one? Daisy. Really? Yeah. Why? Oh man, like I you can play that game third person or first person, and I play it first person because one, uh, like it just it's more immersive, and two, it's a lot easier to loot things. You can see inside crates and things better. Yeah. So I think to have VR be able to like 
actually peek over things and lift and like you gotta build something all right you gotta fucking swing a hammer a few times you gotta like it, 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 it just be so much fun yeah it's super be. buggy so it would be really disorienting when they like if you're driving i don't think cars should be a part of the vr experience uh it's actually not as bad as you think there's a few a few games that like where you can drive it's oh i just mean daisy's driving in general oh yeah no that would totally yeah that would be shit. yeah just be up in the air all of a sudden like doing backflips and shit and like nope no 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 okay so i'll give my answer yeah uh red dead no, fuck you. That was my answer. Uh, oh, I know that was gonna happen. Great. Fuck. Mind. No, it's fine. I hold on. I got a few of them. Um, Mass Effect. Oh yeah. Mass Effect VR, dude. Oh. Oh. I am fully erect just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> like all fucking three and a half inches. <laughs> My no, thumbs. You, you need to go ahead and do Red Dead because we can do that as a joint one. Because you mentioning that made me think of a couple of kind of older online games that I think would be super fun in VR. The NFL is developing a VR game. Yeah, that's they've been cool. talking about it for a while. And I the honestly company, think the company that's developing is owned by a former NFL player. Just I think so it's we... the next next step for Madden. I mean, if you look at it like um Yeah face of the franchise mode you're playing the quarterback or you're playing like a receiver or something imagine if you were in that helmet looking over the line at your open receiver staring down the field like from the field perspective so correct me if i'm wrong but didn't one of the maddens on ps2 have the ability to go first person um not really i mean it didn't work out well but that's what i'm saying like i think that's the next step for Madden, is going first person from these characters points of view yeah, yeah. Um, see through the visor. and I think it's going to be awesome as shit. The issue yeah. is going to be the physics. The uh, yeah, no, I have to agree with that. But I don't know. I could see it having some really bad issues. I could see it not working out well. I don't know. Time will tell. I mean, it's getting developed, so we'll see. We'll figure it out. I know they've got a few where, like, you can, it's like a little like mini games, a collection of mini games where you can like you know throw footballs and baseballs, whatever. Uh, so, I mean, the physics are there, at least in the, in the game wise, like the physics are there. It just a matter how they put it them together. To be applied to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I was also wondering like what a halo would be like in VR, like oh, halo would be cool in VR. Like I've never really played halo, so I don't, I don't have really a comparison, but. Oh, it would be so cool to be in the helmet, man. Oh, yeah. oh my God. That'd be so cool. Um, or Titanfall, holy fuck! Get into your yeah. They've Titan got a few mech, uh, like, like mech fighting games. That's what I, I want to check Red out. Red Dead would definitely be badass in fucking VR. Um, oh yeah, uh, there's I, actually I a mod somebody was that. using where uh, they weren't. Now it wasn't like the VR experience. He was playing with the Xbox controller, uh, watching it, basically looking at it through his headset, but. Uh, he wasn't turning the camera with the with the visor it was with the camera but he was just stationary but it was kind of the effect of it so right he was on. playing first person 
And he said he said it has the effect, but it would be a lot better if he could actually turn his head to move the camera. But yeah, um, the other games I was thinking of are DC Universe. Like, tell Ooh, me that would be badass. DC Universe Online super, would be really good. Yeah, you're your little superhero flying around or speeding around. Like, that'd be cool yeah. as shit. Um, and uh, just because I really fucking love it, uh, Star Trek Online, I think it would be really cool to be able to, like, walk around the ships. Uh, you know, they actually, actually have one that I'm going to check out, Jimmy. And uh, hopefully, hopefully by the time I get it, they have the capture on the quest. But uh, it's Star Trek uh, Bridge Commander or Bridge Crew. Nice. It's like a multiplayer yeah. game, and you're basically like a bridge crew for a uh, for a starship in Star Trek. But it, I just think it'd be so cool to walk around those ships and kind of see them floor by floor, and you know, get to go to the cantinas and the bridge and yeah, engineering and all that <clears throat> shit. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, I think you're gonna see that a lot with like the PC VR, so like the HTC Valves uh the oculus vibes or whatever the fuck they're called because the uh, the quest 2 the headset i have is uh yeah it's it's kind of less on the on the capabilities for now anyway well actually i've got a question about the one that you bought uh fucking you got the the lower memory do you feel like that's enough memory yeah honestly because the games aren't that big i think the biggest one i have is uh is the walk it's either the walking dead or layers of fear oh yeah layers of fear is also vr that's cool layers of fear is a great game yeah the wife was playing it it's terrifying um but other than those and that was only like i think the biggest one was four gigabytes oh nice and i have 128 gigabytes of memory so even if I had to like uninstall a game and install another game, it's I'm not going to be uh not be as, waiting forever. Yeah, it's not going to be like uninst- accidentally uninstalling Red Dead and having to re- uninstall install that again. Not until Red Dead's on. Uh, <laughs> not until Red Dead's on fucking VR. Yeah, but no. Yeah, dude, there's so many games that would be really good in VR. And we're going to oh, see man. what GTA is like once they release San Andreas. So. I mean, I've seen some fucking uh, some mods in the past, like about, I'd say, two years ago. Yeah. They were really rough, but they, they looked really good. Yeah. Well, the thing with VR, like, uh, is what from what I've been hearing from a lot of the YouTubers I've been following recently is... A game can look graphically like lower quality compared to what we're used to on console. And as long as the gameplay and the physics are smooth and sound, it outweighs the graphics being low quality. But if the if the gameplay sucks, you could have like the best looking game environmentally in the fucking world. And if it plays like shit, nobody's going to play it on VR. Yep. So it, the community in and of itself is a lot opposite from what you encounter with a console community. I will say that uh, playing contractors online, dude, everybody is fucking cool. 
Like majority of the time, it's my team getting killed because we're all fucking around, fucking off, like messing with each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like the way you move is fucking weird, and oh, you can man. do weird shit. So yeah, like me and this other guy, we were high fiving and like fucking yeah. like boxing each other and shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Jimmy. So yeah, Jimmy, your TED Talk question. All right, so. Were there any games that you ever played with your parents? Like, I don't know. I mean, it kind of seems weird to ask from our generation because, you know, our parents generally are so anti-gaming, but, and and now it's a lot more acceptable. Like, I would imagine if, you know, there are some kids out there doing our podcast, this would be an easy question for them to ask. But, yeah, um, you know, being that we're from the older generation, like, I know there were surprisingly a few games that my parents actually played with me. Um, kind of made me wonder if you guys had the same. Hell, since you're a bit younger, it kind of gives the perspective of that younger generation. Not that much younger, but yeah. Yeah. I'm 27, turning 28 this year. Uh, <laughs> 10 years younger than I am, kid. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, I got. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, know, I was. I was driving when you were born. I'm gonna be 37 in a couple months. All right, you old. Anyway, fucks. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, once I got my original Xbox and I got Fusion Frenzy, my dad and I played that together all the uh, every now and then. I wouldn't say all the time, but every now and then. That was a fun game. It was just a bunch of mini games of like versus like player versus player player versus uh like ai it was a lot of fun um but the one that like kind of shocks people when i tell them is uh my dad was the one that really got me into gta uh no way yeah That's i fucking awesome i used i played it a little bit when my parents were sleeping because i wasn't allowed to play m-rated games at the time so i snuck in to the living room and I played it while they were asleep and I would change it over to something else when they woke up. I got caught a couple times, but whatever. But uh, yeah, after a while, my dad got it for, uh, for PC and he would play it on the, the computer. Like when he was done work, he would come home and just play it for a little bit. And every now and then I would just go in and sit with him and watch him play it. And uh, that was what really got me interested in the, the whole GTA uh world was watching him go through the world and it, uh, interact with the environment and the other players and things like that i definitely think he played a lot cleaner when i was around than he usually did but guaranteed <laughs> <laughs> but man that is awesome though like dad if you're listening like kudos like you are like the dad of dads like <laughs> yeah if we had a round of applause button, you'd hear like a bunch of cheers, like, yeah, so I could be like, ah. <laughs> oh, man. No, I definitely agree. Uh, my parents weren't not nearly that cool, but what about you, Des? Uh, so me and my mom, <clears throat> Mario Kart was our thing. I, I remember playing that with her a lot. Um, <clears throat> and then they had like a Clue, the board game. They had a Super Nintendo Yes, they version. did. They did. They did. Yeah, me, mom, and me and her would play that for hours. 
and it was awesome. Uh, me and my dad would play uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, all the time as well. Uh, once the video games got more complicated, though, uh, they couldn't keep up, especially my dad. Crazy old fucker. Uh, he's a, he, he was a severe alcoholic majority of my life uh, up until about 10 years ago when he had a stroke. Then mom's MS and they couldn't play as much, but they used to watch, they, they watch me play all the time. <clears throat> uh, they really encouraged my creative outlet. And they really encouraged me to uh, take advantage of the technology that was being presented before me. So, that, I mean, I get my love for gadgets and technology from them. See, my dad was exactly the opposite. Like, he always thought video games were pretty much a waste of time. I mean, I remember playing, like, the old Duck Hunt. There were some uh, bass fishing games and things like that, you know, that he would play occasionally. Last game I can really remember him getting into, though, was, like, the Cabela's on PlayStation 2. He gave those a shot. Oh, I mean, come on, man. Who didn't big get into Cabela's hunt fucking hunt? Oh, yeah. Cabela's yeah. big game hunt? Ooh, I'm here for it. No, honestly, um, there's actually a hunter. Uh, it's like called Hunter Call of the Wild on Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, I, I actually <clears> play that <throat> quite a bit. I've Wait, no I've shit? All the downloads for it, yeah. Bro, Safari, let's go, bro. Bro, I'm fucking down. I need to learn how to play that shit. I was trying to play it a while back, and I'm like, I suck. I couldn't it, figure it, it out. Takes some so getting I, used to. I definitely need some like one-on-one Jimmy time in that game. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> dude. Gotta get you the Safari one, dude. We'll go. We'll go on an African Safari. Oh, fun. I am not there yet, bro. Shit. I can't even kill a fucking rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got killed by a fucking deer. How the fuck? <laughs> Or That's... knocked out or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> but uh, we'll have to download this game too. It's a yeah. big game, though. I'm not gonna lie; it's a really yeah. big game. It looks it looks awesome. It sounds great, especially if you play it on a headset. Like I Always. can sit there and just like listen to the sounds around me: the birds chirping in the tree, trees, yeah. trees fucking rustling the grass. Oh, that's one of the things I love about Red Dead. Yeah, it's no, better it's, than Red it's Dead a in really that quality. Good, yeah, it's, it's a really good game. Um, Red Dead's good for that. Quite Red Dead level, but um, no, I definitely put it at Red Dead level. Definitely, ambience is better. The only difference is sure. that Red Dead is better because they have like the horses that kind of tromp by you, especially if it's raining in Valentine and it's a busy night. Whew, it's good ambience. Ooh, that's good ambience. Next time I get us, but um, next time I go to Space Camp, uh, <laughs> listen to some Red Dead fucking ambience. For those that don't know, Space Camp is my shroom trips. <laughs> anyway, uh, my mom would play like Wheel of Fortune on NES. Uh, she was oh hell yeah. She, she kind of liked the um, like you said, Clue when Super yes. Nintendo came out. That was really she was cool. more of the board game type player. Occasionally, she played Mario. Um. But yeah, no, I was kind of surprised. Like my parents, being the way that they were, like actually could get into a few games here and there. Well, I guess for me and my parents, that like they did, like at that point in time, my ADHD was so bad, and video games was the only thing that I could actually hyper focus on. So I, I think, uh, especially my mom, she saw it. And I think that's 
why she never like she always she had a problem she she's had problems with me playing video games i mean it's parent kid relationship you're gonna have that conflict of course but uh she never used it as a punishment so and i think like looking back i think it's because she knows so yeah kudos to mom (laughs) yeah kudos to mom uh, we do have one more hit dope question uh, from a listener. Uh, it actually kind of has to do with, uh, with ambiance and things like that. Uh, but what, what video games do you fucking get just overly distracted by the background in where you just, you can't, yeah, you just can't go on. You just dead dead. Yeah. Hands down. <laughs> like you can, I, you can sit first person in the wilderness and you can see guys riding by on horses having a conversation you can see a squirrel jump you know run through the fucking little ground there jackrabbit running by maybe a fucking eagle comes down and like gets the jackrabbit you know or in most cases you get attacked by fucking wolves so there's that uh but yeah, I'd have to say Red Dead, honestly. That would be the biggest game that kind of get distracted by the background. Hence why my horse is named Tree Magnet. Because <laughs> I usually hit trees because I'm looking at the fucking trees. You know, you move your camera because, God, this is beautiful. And then <laughs> smack into a fucking tree, you know. Obviously, it's the game's fault. Of course it's the game's fault. <laughs> it's never my fault. What about you, Jimmy? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Red Dead is definitely up there. Uh, like we said, Hunter Call of the Wild is probably on the list. Um, but probably the one that gets me most, uh, just because of my natural affinity for it, uh, would be like Beyond Blue. Just being underwater, you know, in and amongst like a coral reef or something. I can get lost for hours doing that shit and just yeah, totally lose focus of like whatever I was doing in the game. Go chasing all kinds of fish and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's I get pretty stupid sometimes in that game. But it, it's just a beautifully done game. What about you, Hal? Uh for me, um, I mean strand stranded deep. Uh was just all the noise and the I all that in the background. That. Um but the other I one bought it this week. I'm probably gonna do so soon. Oh shit! That's exciting. Um, the other one from a long ass time ago. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Streets of Rage two. Uh, that one was distracting because the backgrounds were really kind of strange. Like in one, you'd be in Chinatown, and it would be whatever, but there would be really weird shapes in the background that didn't kind of make sense. And then there were some levels that were like water levels. Uh, <laughs> one of the, okay, so I guess thinking back the storyline as you're going through the city to get to the dock to go onto a ship to go fight the boss or whatever. I don't know what the whole story is. It was a long last time ago. But like you fight guys on a dock where there's a fucking Mercedes parked across the dock and all you can think is like how the fuck did they get that in that position 
Like you can't, there's, there's just physically no way to have actually parked it there. It's just super out of place. That one got really distracting. Um, and then when you're on the ship, there's other like, there's cars and things like that in the same sense and just giant open pits for no reason. But yeah, it was, it was that one. And dark, like, um, and definitely I, seems like it's up per- my alley. Fucking perfect because of it, man. Like, I absolutely love the absolute shit uh, out of fucking, like, We Happy Few. Like, I was so glad I downloaded it. Like, so beyond glad. Um, The DLCs do cost money. The easiest way to do it is to get the season pass. I think it's 10% off right now, so it's like 17 bucks. It's not too bad. But it saves you about four bucks in the long run from like buying each DLC separate. But that's pretty much the only thing you're paying for if you decide to go and get those other three stories. You know, I mean, if you just download the base game, you're still getting three stories. I want to say my initial playthrough on that game was something like 60 hours. So, I mean, it's substantial story. Keep you busy for a while. Yeah, let's check that one out. There's uh game pass game that i haven't played yet but it's definitely one i want to check out um i actually don't even know a whole lot about it uh, it's just one of those things that you were doing before where you just fucking picked a game and jumped into it uh, it's called tunic you play this cute little fox and it's like a it's, the description says it's an isometric puzzle game or platform game so it looks like it's gonna be pretty interesting I'll give that a shot. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have a review of it next week. Yeah, next week I'm hoping to have my review of Weird West. Like, I downloaded it for a while ago. It's finally live in it and, you know, playable. So hopefully should have my Weird West review next week. Awesome. So episode three of the new Halo show came out. Watched it. Uh, I think it was on Friday. So it was, it's not as, as fresh in my mind as it usually is because I usually watch it on like Mondays so that I have a, a fresh mind of the show the next day when we record. See, I literally watched it this morning, so it's pretty fresh in my mind still. <laughs> I'm turning around on it. Like, obviously, I was very concerned about what they were going to do with the show uh, when the first episode came out, especially when they unmasked Master Chief. And then fucking Laura tells me that there's, uh, like, before the episode came out, there was leaked information about it, uh, that Master Chief was going to be naked. Master Chief ass all over the episode. Oh, yeah. I was... No, it wasn't all over the episode. It wasn't all over the episode. It was tasteful. Um, I was really concerned that it was going to be, like, a fucking sex scene or some shit. Because they were trying to appeal I literally, like, okay, I... I was right and wrong about that scene because I figured that they were going to be undressing him to insert Cortana. I mean, ultimately, it still kind of played the same way. Like there was some surgery going on there as to why he was undressed. But um, so I was I was right in that aspect. I was wrong in the actual like operation being performed. Yeah. So. But I, I, I never for a second thought there was going to be a sex scene. Yeah, 
um just because it's another timeline and they've already done so much that's strange with it i i wouldn't have put it past them to make a fucking sex scene with master chief i still wouldn't be surprised at this point now that the chip is out they'll probably do it and it'll it'll make sense at that point but like Okay, the thing I'm going to gripe on about this episode was Cortana. First, I'll praise it. The, they made Cortana look almost exactly like the Cortana in the game. She's not nearly as blue, but she's sparkly. And uh, she's a lot bigger than she is in the video games. Um, that being said, I she sounds almost exactly like the voice actress that played Cortana in the video games. I can't get over that fact. I'm so happy with it. But the, the procedure of Cortana in the video games, she is, she is an AI modification for the Spartans, but she is an armor modification, not a biological Yeah, I was going to say, isn't she just like uploaded to the armor? Yeah, she's, a, she's in a chip that they put in the back of the helmets. That, that circular part, they have it in the show. That circular part in the back of Master Chief's helmet that has the slot, that's where Cortana is supposed to live. In that slot. But, it, it, I mean, it's another timeline. The way they did it was really cool. Uh, I don't recall at any point there being any detailed procedure of how they created the AI out of the clones. Because... It, it was it was a clone like cortana was a clone of dr halsey and then all of the other ai for the other spartans were fucking code that was based off of cortana just cleaned up and more analytical not as freeform that was that was a really cool concept of how they basically like sucked the soul out of this person i don't or the their their intelligence i don't know i don't know what the fuck they put into that fucking vial it was disgusting this episode is not for the faint of heart <laughs> this is very true like I'm like I have an overactive imagination when I watched that my eyes started to hurt oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah Master Chief's butt yeah I'm not mad butt. about it yeah, yeah I'm cool. not mad the way they did it was really uh, really well done like I said I thought it was going to be a sex scene but he, he was trying to get the pellet out of his spine that that suppressed his uh, emotions and all of his hormones things like that um, and it was definitely a character building moment for both him and Cortana and yeah it was kind of the well it wasn't the first time you see him start to trust her but yeah. definitely was a level of trust they hadn't reached previously in the episode. Not to mention the fact that I, I think like ultimately him cutting it out is going to be like what leads to a love interest between him and Cortana. Cause now, now he can experience that, but I don't know. I mean, I, I just thought it was a really good story driving episode. You know, yeah. I'm still kind of waiting for some action to come back into it. Cause I was just about to bring that up as my next topic. Go on. Ultimately, this is an action game, and it doesn't feel like there's a heck of a lot of action in the move or in the show yet, except for that opening scene in Magical. So, uh, um, and I mean, there was 
would you call that action when the the chosen one fucking walked onto the the ship with the hunters that fucking like ripped people i mean yeah that was kind of a little bit of action but it seemed over pretty quick like i thought maybe there would be more to it than that but and i mean I'll join the bandwagon of the internet that has been questioning why the fuck no one shot at her. Like, albeit only about two people were able to fire weapons. One of them, though, was like the commander or whatever. She was walking through a doorway and he was shooting at the tentacles that were coming across the ceiling. Like, no, kill the thing that's in charge of them. Shoot lower. Like, that was that was dumb. That was Yeah, I agree. She should have seemed to have been the obvious target. But. Yeah. And it would have made for like a an extra, I don't know what you'd call it, like an extra example of what the covenant will do for her. Like if they start shooting at her, some of the fucking tentacle things would jump in front of the bullets off of the ceiling or whatever. Like they would take a bullet for her kind of shit. Like that would have been awesome. That would have been action-y. I would have I would have loved that. But you're right. It was, it started like there was a lot of buildup. Like, if anyone knows who the hunter, what the hunters are, but if you don't know what the hunters are, then you're like, oh, these are really big creatures. And then you're like, oh, where did these tentacles come from? Like, I guess they well, kind of show the tentacles in one of the shots, but yeah, I was going to say, like, after that, they kind of become like little worms. It's yeah, they're made kind of weird. Like, that was kind of a little bit. Like what's going on here but i just figured they were hunters like yeah yeah hunters are just made up of these worm tentacle things i'm I'm looking forward to episode four i really hope there's some good action with like silver squad and the covenant and shit like that again well it definitely looks like he's going to be doing something with silver squad moving forward yeah um you know after he kind of calls them there near the end of the episode and yeah, there's going to be some kind of conflict he during battle in. with his emotions or some shit. But, yeah, I'm with you on the Cortana. Like, I really like the way she was done. She's at first, Sorry. At first, when it was just, like, the clone, I, I, I was kind of like, okay, how are they going to incorporate Cortana now because she's just this clone? But I love the way they did the AI. and They did it perfectly. Like, she looks like a hologram. Yeah. You know, like, I, like you said, she sounds perfect. Like, yeah, she's kind of mousy, and I I love that she's not afraid to, like, kind of talk back to Master Chief, give him a little shit, you know? She definitely seems to be the conscience in his ear. Yeah, this actress has caught Cortana spot on. Yeah, so I'm excited for episode four, especially considering that this one kind of seemed like a little bit of a slower episode. So Very story-driven. Well, that wraps up another episode of Hold My Beer Gaming Podcast. I do appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you could do us a huge favor, just go ahead and share the absolute fuck out of this, be it on Twitter, Facebook, you know, wherever. Tell a friend. Tell your mom. Like, Mom! Listen to the podcast. And then tell Your mom doesn't need beer. to know I told her last night. Ah, I see. <laughs> so, also, you can check us out, holdmybeergaming.com. 
I'm still being lazy on this website. I do apologize, but you can still get all the linky stuff at the bottom of the website. Linky stuff. Like you get us to our Facebooks and our Twitters, so you can see all the weird shit I have on my Facebook. Don't forget to check out the Controller Freaks episode. That's our episode from April first. Listen in on, at the very least, the very end of it. Let us know what the outtake is about. You can even quote it if you want. Uh, on Facebook or Twitter, let any of the admins or moderators know in those groups. Uh, and you'll be entered for a chance yeah, to win. Yeah, DM me on first, Twitter. Yeah, you'll be entered for a chance to win our first ever contest. You'll win the, if you've seen it on our social medias, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, check it out. The fan art from our lovely Laura of Laura's Laps. Uh, it's a great little controller. The D-pad is beers. Uh, the, the Xbox symbol is a weed leaf. Uh, it fits us perfectly. You'll also get our first ever t-shirt. Uh, and I swear, like, I've, I've told the guy to make sure to mark the first t-shirt that he prints. You will get the first printed t-shirt from Old Nigeria Gaming Podcast. That's still bullshit, man. Like, how come we aren't getting the first fucking prints? Like... Right? That's why this contest is so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, Lucky uh, motherfucker. I right? think we should do one better. What's that? We send it to multiple places and then we each sign it. Ooh. Oh, I would be down with that. That'd be cool. That that would definitely be a cool fucking thing. And that way... Do do we sign it with our gamer tags, though, or actual names? However you want to do it. Yeah, everyone. Both, I guess. Yeah. Name and then gamer tag. Wait, you guys have never, like, practiced your autograph? Oh, of course not. Not really. No? No? Hold on, wait. Are you being serious? You're fucking with me. Yeah, no, I'm... Because I, mean, I used to do that shit all the fucking time. Yeah, my normal signature is my autograph. I mean, I mean well, okay, well, that's so my thing. Like, I have not my to sound as narcissistic, vain, and fucking egotistical as that did. I didn't start doing that until people started asking me for my autograph when I was wrestling. Okay, well, but so, I, mean, I don't have like, who gives a fuck it. about me? But it's like the first time somebody asked, I was like, well, what the f- wait, what? Like, and we you, you really want me to fat Mike. old gamer? Like I'm fucking nobody, <laughs> so I was, they, I was like, "Fuck, how am I gonna do this? Like, I need to make it look cool. I'm not gonna be some fucking jabroni with like the lame ass fucking like sign my name like I'm signing a fucking check." Yeah. Like, who wants to be that guy? Like, hey, I got this fucking weird signature from a derpy fucking pro wrestler. Well, it wouldn't be untrue. That very. I mean, that hurt. <laughs> the truth often does, though. Yeah, so on top of our first ever printed t-shirt, you'll also get a couple of uh, high-quality stickers and uh, maybe some just other shit that I got laying around my apartment. I don't fucking I'm Dark Des for Hell Soldier, Shoeless Jim. We are out of here. See you next time. Cheers, bitches. Cheers. Yeah, we're talking about ball handles again, boys. How are your ball handles? (laughs) 